0: this is Bob buchanan and i'm here with another edition of on the level today i am here with cal magnus and we are at masonicon in casa grande arizona cal can you please introduce yourself give me your full name your home lodge and any titles you may have related to masonry
1: i'm cal magnus or calvin if you will Uh, i was raised in 1989 in flagstaff lodge number seven in flagstaff arizona I uh, was immediately appointed to a junior steward position the fall about four months later. Uh, that started my uh, Masonic career, if you will. After you're,
0: you're a past master.
1: I am a past master of two different lodges, twice in one and once th- in another. I was uh, master in 1995 in Flagstaff. I was master in Williams in 1999, and then I served again in 1920, or 2021. Uh, the lodge got in a bit of a pickle, and so uh, I stepped up and helped them make it through that.
0: Alright, and you were a grand
1: lecturer? Grand lecturer of 20 and 21. 20 and or, 21. Yeah, 20 and 21. Okay.
0: Tell me, when when did you first hear about this thing we call Freemasonry, do you remember?
1: I didn't know it by the title of Freemasonry, but I saw Freemasonry work as my grandfather uh, worked with other men and I saw things happen that that I didn't know that that was masonry at the time. After I become a mason, then I recognized that as masonry happening before my eyes, Uh, it happened between my grandfather and another man. Uh, There were a large amount of money changed hands. Come to find out later on, it was a loan situation. Uh, And the camaraderie, camaraderie between the two men was just phenomenal at the time. So that was my introduction to the idea of masonry of what masonry is how old were you in that when you saw that happen I was in my teens
0: you were in your teens yeah oh.
1: so so uh, I didn't recognize it and my grandfather did not talk about masonry that was before the days where we allow us now to selectively invite men uh, we don't invite them we talk about masonry tell them about masonry and let them make up their mind whether they want to be interested in or not so that's uh thing
0: so you were a teen you were a teenager you saw these examples about uh from your grandfather when did you start to investigate freemasonry and think hmm is this something i'm interested in
1: in my mid-30s is when i was again exposed to it my best buddy my uh closest friend was going to the chairs in the lodge and was talking about it a lot and that piqued my interest the thing that finally turned me was i attended a masonic funeral and the the ritual that they that they went through in that masonic funeral is what piqued my interest and i th- believe that it was the the ritual part of masonry that really drew me to it uh, and then later on in my masonic career 25 see yeah 25 years later then I get appointed as grand lecturer who is in charge of the ritual <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a it, my journey has been fun I am still the ritual coach of my my own home lot what year did you petition 1989? Uh, I was initiated in, in April, passed in June, and raised in July of 89. Oh, How many, how many years is 30, that? That's 33 years. 33
0: years, wow, okay. So tell me a little bit about what was it, uh, what, what drew you in? What made you think this was for you?
1: The ritual. The ritual. It was the ritual that really drew me to it. Now, that isn't what kept me there, but uh, the the camaraderie and the brotherhood—not only the brotherhood, but the brotherly love—that's contained in the lodge that uh, you will not find anyplace else.
0: So tell me, do do you have any stories you can share with me about maybe some of the things, uh, whether they're funny stories or memorable, or sad or happy?
1: It was in about ninety one or two, that I received a phone call at two o'clock in the morning. Cal, get your pants on, we got something to do. Uh, I'll be there in 30 minutes. In the meantime, he had gone to the parts house and got radiator hoses, fan belt, alternator, blah, blah, blah to fix a car that was about 90 miles away. The phone call was received from a brother in Phoenix to Ron, who then called me. We got in the car, went and fixed the car, drove the car with his wife and children in it to Flagstaff to make sure it worked. And then patted him on fannies and sent him on home to call later to make sure they made it. That's what masonry is about, of being able to make a phone call and say, I need help, and it's there. Uh, Cal, uh, you want to go hunting? Sure, where are we going? That's masonry. Hey Cal, you want to, uh, I need need some help with a fence. Can you come over and help that? Sure, why not? I got nothing better to do than help you, my brother. That's what Masonry's about. Masonic on. All day today, I have been patted on the shoulder, (laughs) pulled on the ear, (laughs) and hugged by several hundred men today. Where else can that happen?
0: So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So the, the topic today has been all about leadership and uh, how to encourage uh, both new and old members, uh, how to share the Masonic philosophy. What, what are some of the things that you talked about today or that you learned that you think are important about uh, leadership in Freemasonry?
1: Communication and brotherly love, that was what the biggest part of the whole deal was today, was being able to, number one, communicate with you, yourself, your brothers, your lodge, and your community, and telling them what you have to offer, not only that, but what we might need in help. And the brotherly love part of the organization in that being able to speak your mind and not have a brother get upset because his ideas may not align with mine and being able to accept one another's ideas and philosophies and be able to make ourselves better in that process and i believe that that's probably what i most learned most today other than than it's long and dreary and the chairs are uncomfortable <laughs> are
0: there so you, you talked a little bit about brothers you know all the hundreds of brothers who've hugged you and said hello can you tell me about maybe some of the brothers who stand out to you that have been kind of mentors for you in your journey or who really made a difference in your journey
1: one in that question one stands out more than others and I have to say that Brother Ron Allen was probably the one that I well I don't know Ron Allen and 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 my uh, like anyway he's one of them. There's a, there's another couple in there that that I've had dealings with masonically for a couple of decades and it those those ties are the ones that are. Never kept with
0: us. What what uh, what has Ron done that is to earn such a place
1: in your heart? I believe probably his love of the ritual is as is, 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 is as close to masonry as a guy can get. He he lives masonry in and out. I'm I i do not know if he doesn't have Masonic Immum in his bed. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Why is, why, is, why is ritual so important for us? You know, a lot of people don't. That's what makes us unique. Um, but a lot of people who aren't in masonry might not really understand that. What's, what's the, what does the ritual do or stand for in Freemasonry?
1: I believe that the ritual ties us together around the world because the ideas are portrayed through our ritual, and it's those ideas that make us unique in a fraternal organization that not any other place has. We have we have something. I think it's magic. It really is. It has to be magic for <laughs> this many men to be able to come together and be able to make things happen. They just it just it's magic. Can't be any better. Just Maddie.
0: Can you tell me, uh, you, so you've been in so long, you've probably been to a lot of different events. How have you seen Freemasonry change in 30 plus years? Hmm.
1: Change. It hasn't changed. <laughs> we have the same problems today we had 30 years ago. We address them in different ways. And we do solve some problems. We're not ever going to solve all the world's problems, but as each one of these individual lodges and groups of brothers work together, they make things happen. It's magic.
0: What would you say to uh, young Masons or new Masons who might be listening to this interview in 50 or 100 years, what would you say to them about Freemasonry?
1: It is probably the closest that you can come to being with another man and hold the same ideas, yet still not necessarily agree with one another, but respect one another enough to be able to accept what they have that is different than yours. But also, that tenderness of, of of how we treat one another, even though we may be have different ideas, and that in the end we're all in a in a in a chain of men that are have common goals. I think I could leave it at that. The common goals are the ones that tie us together.
0: And in, in one of our common goals we say is that we take good men and make them better I would turn that around to you and say in your all your years in masonry how has Freemasonry made you a better man
1: one thing is our obligations when we swear to God our supreme being that we will or will not do something that that I believe is puts us Apart from other organizations, I believe that there's a little bit more sincerity in in Freemasonry that that even many fraternal organizations may not have. I think we have something that, well, for one thing, is longevity. We've been doing it for so long; we know how to do it, and we make better men, make men, make good men better men by letting them become. Better unto themselves, unto their family, unto their country, unto their neighborhood. If you're a good man and you do good things, you can't help but make good things happen around you. I don't know how else to put it. It's uh, being able to watch men grow, of uh, seeing them dress differently. Take a man and put him in sweatpants and tennis shoes and a ratty t-shirt and look at him, listen to him and watch him grow to the point of then put him in a tuxedo and see if that isn't a different man. Do you act different because you are different because you're dressed different? And I believe that we be better by putting ourselves out to the world in a better manner making us cleaner stronger more honest better better is a good
0: word better better is a good word any any last closing remarks or thank yous or shout outs you'd give to anybody
1: if i were to shout out to anybody it would have to be to a grandfather and two uncles that were masons that I didn't know they were masons until I became a mason. And I believe that I would have to shout out to my mentor who was my best buddy. He still is my best buddy. But to shout out to him because he was the one that introduced reintroduced masonry to me and there was nothing else to compare with that
0: for those who don't know what is a mentor in Freemasonry what does he do
1: a mentor teaches you the Masonic way helps you make decisions helps you learn the ritual answers your questions about life pats you on the back helps you do things helps you understand things Uh, that's what a mentor is
0: All right, Brother Cal, thank you very much for uh, taking this time to do the interview, and
1: uh, I appreciate it. Thank you both.